Living it up with Teresa is designed with the cool chicks in mind. Are you serious? Her hope is that you will desire to pursue God's presence in your life. What? After hearing of her experiences with Him, or from listening to great comeback chick stories from her captivating guests. That's amazing. This is Scott, her loving husband and biggest fan. Oh, that's so sweet, honey. Now here's my awesome and beautiful wife, Teresa. Hey you, it's me again, Teresa, and living it up with another Goosey from God on Friday. By the way, congratulations on making it through another week. You did a great job, and I know you're excited that the work week is over and looking forward to some downtime, hopefully to uncoil and, and of course, rest. Well, the story I want to bring you today in regards to another Goosey from God has to do with the time I was spending in the Word one day. Back in January of 2014, I had finished up my my work day, speaking of that, and everything went well, and I was excited that I was going to get to go to the park with my dog and and finish out the day. It was a beautiful day in January. So he went with me, and we were finishing up our errands, and the last one we needed to do was to run to the post office. Well, Here we are headed on this particular boulevard where we were coming from, our office, and there was a red light. I had intended to continue on this street heading north, um, and when I came to this red light, I remember that I reached down to to get my my water glass. It was actually in a green Starbucks cup, and as I reached down to get it, that's the last thing that I remember because when I woke up... (laughs) I wasn't heading north anymore from whatever had happened. I was actually going east on the access road towards the interstate. I don't remember a thing about it. Like I said, the last thing I remember was reaching for my green Starbucks water cup. Well, when I came to, there was an ambulance and there was a fire truck and... It was just, it was crazy. I mean, I had no idea what had just happened. But when I came to, I was extremely sore in in the back of my neck. And I just didn't really understand what was going on. And there was a policeman. And he was looking at me. And he finally said, uh, Mrs. Neal, we want you to go to the hospital. And I said, what for? And he said, because you've been in a car wreck. And you keep asking us the same question about it. Okay, I did not want to go to the hospital, and so I'm trying to get my wits about me to let them know I'm okay, right? Well, the more I came to, the sore the back of my head and my neck was, and this question that I was asking him, you know, he never did tell me what it was, and so as I began to come out of it, um, I said, I'm I'm really okay. I, I really and truly am okay, and he said, okay, let me ask you this. I asked you about a certain color. Do you know what color I asked you about? And I did remember that. I said pink. And I remembered that it's pink because our church has this huge women's conference every year in a pink in a ministry at the church called Pink. And so I, I did remember that. And then things started to come back to me. And they said, okay, do you remember what else that you've asked us? And I said, no. And he said, you keep asking us if the other people are okay. Well, the only... Uh, human or or living, breathing anything that was with me 
was Troy, my dog. And I said, okay, well, is everybody else okay? Meaning there's obviously people that were involved in this. And he said, yes, but they're on their way to the hospital too. So by this time, my phone was ringing and it was Scott. And the officer answered the phone, and he explained to Scott what had happened. And Scott said, well, I've been trying to call her for the last, I don't know, however many minutes, and no one answered the phone. And they said, well, we, we really wanted to go on, you know, to the hospital. And so by this time, I had gotten out of the car. My, my car was obviously totaled. And um, I said, okay, let's, let's go on to the, to the hospital. So we went on to the hospital, and um, Troy, again, was with me. They loaded us up in an ambulance. He actually had on green pajamas. It was really, He was really looking pretty cute. No, but seriously, he did go with me in his green pajamas, and we headed to the hospital emergency room. Well, while we were there, um, they did all sorts of tests on me, and one of them that they did was a, a CAT scan of my head just to make sure I wasn't you know, having a concussion or there wasn't bleeding or anything. Well, all that turned out to be just fine. And so thankfully I was released from the hospital and I got to go home. And of course they want you to be under observation for a few days just to, you know, make sure that nothing else goes wrong. And that's understandable. And I was fine with that because it scared me to death. I didn't want to drive. Well, as a couple of days went by, um, I was back in touch with the hospital and they just said, you know, we can't really tell you what happened. These kinds of things are mysterious and unfortunately it happens all the time. But what you might do is just go to your doctor and, and let him check you out. So I did. And one thing he recommended was that I go to a neurologist and have, you know, have some a series of tests done then because I just did not want this to happen. Obviously, again, I not could have just killed myself, but some, you know, obviously there was other people involved. And when something like that happens that you don't remember, it is just terrifying to think it could happen again. And you have no reason to even know why my blood sugar was fine and nothing, nothing was wrong with me. So anyway, I went, went on and did all that I was advised to do and waited on those tests to come back and and that was fine but this this neurologist said that really by law I'm supposed to wait four months before I drive again anybody listening do you know what that was like that was four of the longest months of my life but I was going to comply because I I wanted to do everything I was asked to do and of course we were praying through this and I just wanted to be obedient so the next four months, I was without transportation, and like I said, my car was totaled, and I was bound to my office, and I remember that before all this happened, I had been praying to go closer and deeper with God, and really wanting to hear more from Him in, in newer ways, and you know, I, and during that time of me being down, I, I got to do a lot of that. I got to do a lot of more studying in the Word that... I uh, hadn't hadn't had the time to do before, not like that. So, in the long end of the day story, I was I was glad about that when everything was said and done. So, more time goes by, and um, those that were around me said, you know, we think that you're going to be okay. Why don't you just go ahead and drive? But no, I, again, I just wanted to do what I was what was suggested to me, and so that those. Those uh, four months rolled around, and we went back to the neurologist, and he confirmed. He said, I'm releasing you. Drive. I don't have any answers for you either, but you check out, and 
these things just happen. That's what everybody has told me. Well, I still didn't have peace about it. Um, we prayed about it. We had our close friends praying about it and uh, family. And so it was one of those situations. I just really needed a word from the Lord because this was a very strange time for me, knowing that I had endangered not just only my life, but someone else's. And I, I had a real problem getting back out there. So during this time of me being in the word, um, I had been in the New Testament and I had been reading in Ephesians, but I want you to hear this. I got kind of an impression to go into the book of Acts. And so that's what I did. I had been in Ephesians for for most of these, these months, but I just got an impression to go into the book of Acts. And I started to read in the book of Acts and came to um, Acts chapter 27, where Paul is sailing from Rome and uh, for Rome, and they come upon a horrible, horrible storm. Well, during the storm, they're in this particular ship. And for those of you who are pretty familiar with the Bible, most of it is very male geared toward the male persuasive um, when it comes to the verbiage and the language and the conversations and who did this and who did that. And so I'm so used to that. Um, when anytime I do see the word, you know, a, a, a woman's name or, or those kind of things, I'm, I'm always real into that because there's it's, so much of it is for the male persuasion. Well, as I continue to read this story, I came upon a particular verse. And in that verse, this is what it said. It was describing what was going on in that boat and how they were being tossed and how they were being turned and there wasn't anything that they could do about it. So in verse 15 of that chapter 27 that I had told you about, this is what it says. So when the ship was caught and could not heed into the wind, we let her drive. <laughs> okay, you can make whatever you want of that. But for me, that was my answer. It was time for me to drive again. That was just one of those precious moments that I had with the Lord. It was a defining moment for me. It was one of the times he made himself so real to me through scripture. You know, we've, we've talked about all the different ways that he makes himself real to us. And this is just uh, one of those instances I want everybody listening to have. When he speaks to you into the word, which, by the way, is alive, which is still relevant, which is him, there's nothing like it. And so I want to encourage you to get into the word of God. If you have a translation that you don't understand, get one that you do. We teach a lot out of the Life Recovery Bible, but this particular instance I'm telling you about, I was just in my normal King James Version. The actual, it was the new King James Version. Nothing special, had no, no study notes, no sidebars. It was just him. And I think for me, that's what made it even more special. Because I wasn't influenced by any study notes, by any sidebars, or any 
other commentaries in that, that Bible. And I, I do that quite a bit before I do any type of studying is just get into my, my new King James version and, and, uh, just read. So that, that was extra special to me. Like I've already mentioned, there is no reason, no reason at all for that, except that God loves me and God loves you too. And he is just waiting to speak to you through his word. And that's what this is all about today. This is a particular instance that I want you all to hear is it's another way that he will be so personal to you and speak to you is that is through the written word. Okay. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. It's almost 13 minutes into this. It was just another one of those goosies I wanted to share with you in an effort to encourage you in this particular way to get into the Word of God. Don't open it up and put pressure on yourself and try to muster something up. Just be. If you get an impression, go with it. If you're in a book that you don't understand, just you know, open up some other ones and just let God's spirit guide you. Okay. And he will, he'll speak to you. It is his recipe for life. The the Bible, that's what it is. And it's his love letter to you. So I look forward to starting to hear back from some of you. You can email me at Teresa at livingitup.org. I will be eventually putting these on Facebook and you can comment then. But it's still pretty new, and I'm still doing some experimenting with this, and God has not released me to do that. And when he does, I will. So if you do have something that you want to share with me, maybe your own goosey story, we're looking forward to bringing more people on to share theirs as well. I look forward to that too. Okay, and I hope this was something you enjoyed, something light for for Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. We sure do love you here at this ministry, and we look so forward to you having more and more gooses with God and us hearing about it. And so until we talk to you again on Monday, have a great weekend. Don't forget to listen to Scott on Sunday, Sunday with Scott, and keep living it up while beginning again. Mm-hmm.